All right. Hello, everybody. This is Mario G. Welcome, welcome, and welcome again. I hope everybody's having a good night. I appreciate you tuning in. And as always, let's get all the preliminaries out of the way. If you find my two cents, three cents, or five cents worth anything, I suggest you may want to press that follow button. And feel free to check me out on my other handles that are there as well on my profile. Maybe even tag somebody in, somebody you think who might find what I got to say just a tad useful. So, we're going to get right into this. I ain't going to be with you too long tonight. And ladies, this one's about you. And I think it's something that you need to hear because you hear a lot of this where women have brought into this idea that they are the prize. Now, don't get me wrong. That's true. And not just because you're a woman. It's based off your character as a woman. But here's the problem that uh, that mindset is creating, though. It is creating a mindset of vanity and pride. Because here's the thing. And I want you to really think about this. If you're the prize only, then what incentive does a man have to try to talk to somebody where basically only one person has perceived value in the relationship? And if you think you're the prize only, then what incentive or how would you naturally think about how to take care of him to make him feel just as valued in love? See, because you got to remember something conceptually. If one person is a prize and a person is not or don't feel that way, that's automatically going to bring some form of separation and disconnect. It's just what it is. And I see that all the time. And, I, and it's interesting. I've had conversations with ladies where I say this statement that you are not the prize only which is not taking anything from you. It's just, that's not the entire truth. I've had plenty of women argue with me about that. And what they don't see is that it creates a sense of pride that makes them operate in a way of not wanting to hear or listen or receive from the man's point of view when he has certain wants and needs. And I'm not even talking about physical. I'm talking about also just from some kind of emotional or mental benefit that he wants from her that may go against what she normally gives and what she thinks she should have to give from the point of view and perspective that she is the prize. So we're going to lay this out so we can really understand this. And I, I hope that if somebody thinks this, I hope this helps address just at least seeing it from the other side. And I just want you to consider, don't you think it's going to be more beneficial in a relationship if two people who are prizes meet each other, shouldn't both people carry value? Shouldn't both people have an understood value about themselves and one another? Don't you think that's going to make the relationship go a whole lot better? If people, first of all, that's where the whole standard comes in at. So if you value yourself, I would imagine you don't want to be with somebody else who's not valuable. But it's funny how that little subconscious thought can actually affect your actions to make you not do what you're supposed to do because of that. And that's why I wanted to bring this up and make this very apparent to make sure you're thinking about this right. Ladies, you got to. You should be a woman who has the character that makes her a prize, extremely valued, all of that. But you should be seeking a man who is valuable too. Worthy of a prize. After all, that should make him separate 
from all the other guys because he's more valuable than them based off of what it is you're looking for and the kind of character he beholds. So it's really that simple. We want to make sure that everybody on purpose is looked at as being worthy of the love based off of their value that they receive exactly what they need. That's going to make them want to stay in that relationship. So I'm just saying, ladies, don't buy into that stuff. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you another thing. Here's the second piece. You got to remember, this is the game out here. That's why you got all the music, entertainment, all this garbage, you know, with the TikToks and everybody, you know, twerk teaming and all this mess and stuff like that. This is where this mess is coming from, where it's like everything is about only how the woman feels. But you got all these damaged guys out here, too, because no one really cared about how he felt either. And thus makes him disconnect from himself emotionally and mentally. And this is why some of these guys be out here acting crazy because they've never actually been cared for in a certain manner either. Not in the way that he needs. And partially it's his fault too because he probably is not expressive. But I've also seen where a lot of women are resistant. So they don't want to hear it. So of course he's not going to tell you. And take it from me. Basically every guy knows what kind of woman he's dealing with because that's how the game works. So when you look at this whole aspect of how entertainment is focusing everything on a woman for negative reasons by the way and we say negative we're talking about like maybe just how she look or you know look just for the sake of just having a vagina period that's it you know there's nothing else it doesn't matter what kind of person she is how she care herself how she if she even helps people like nothing else is taking into account the fact that she just got the jj and that's it so with that in mind, but that's also the game. And I want to show y'all this. Guys will say all this crap and don't mean it because we know if you have lived in this world, at least in America, long enough, somewhere along the line, you brought into that idea. Why do you think that guys, if a woman can be perceived beautiful, <laughs> I'm trying to be careful what I'm saying, you know, but. Oh, I can say it this way then, because then, I mean, I'm not actually saying anybody, but let's just keep it real. We all have our perceived idea of who's beautiful, who is, who's not. I'm not, not even who's not, who ain't. Okay. It's so not beautiful. It's just ain't. With that being said, guys have been trained to lie because why? Tell her what she wants to hear because she's brought into that vanity that is really about her. We know this and we use that arrogance against you. So here's the deal. <laughs> the guy that's in her inbox that looked like Rihanna, he's saying the same thing to the girl that looked like the elephant man. You know what I'm saying? She looked like Jabaka. She out here. <laughs> she out here doing that. She can't speak English. She speak Chewy. But he's telling her, dang girl, you bad. <laughs> You're looking like a bag of money, you know. <laughs> All of that. You know, he's singing, you know, like, this stuff bothers me too. You know, like, it's infuriating. Like, how how far we would go for some booty. Booty. Booty shorts. It's disturbing. So, I want you to understand that. So, because no matter how she look, in some manner, she's also heard her whole life how fine and how deserving she is. She deserved the best. 
Meaning, with without no one taking into account that she even had the character making her worthy of best, just for vagina, that's it. She's going to carry that mindset. So then when she meets a man who's like, look, I'm not playing games. I actually want to be with you, but it's going to have to be right. And you're going to treat me right. She's never heard that before. Oh, my God. This man has a standard. And he, he can't be tempted with sex. And it's not about that. He's actually, he's actually telling me what the truth is. Because you got to look at it. If you all that in the Cracker Jack and everybody is saying that you fine, you bad, you deserve the best in the world just for the hell of it. But they do the complete opposite. And that's been your experience with every man. That's telling you right there something's wrong. How's everybody saying? You, let's take somebody like Holly Berry. Holly Berry is one of the finest women in the world. Now, tell me this. When you heard some of her stories with some of the issues she's had and stuff like that, you know, like matter of fact, when she was with Eric Benet, you know, and that's the singer or whatever the case is. Now, this is crazy to me. To my understanding, as I recall the story, Eric Benet said he had a sex addiction. And I can probably see why, you know, because most people are hypersexual. And on top of that, that dude could sing and he halfway decent looking. Just saying. So with that being said, I would dare say he probably was still getting needs fulfilled probably by his wife, Holly Berry. But this is the part that's crazy. And the reason why I'm taking him, and you can pretty much apply this to anybody. What does it do to a woman's self-esteem if you're regarded as one of the most beautiful women in the world and even and your dude is still cheating on you? How do you think that affected her self-esteem that if she supposedly is the beautiful, most beautiful woman and a talented actress and all this jazz, but she still gets cheated on? What does that do to you mentally if everybody's propping you up? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she deserves anything like that. I'm just trying to show you game and how this stuff be working. Because let's just say, let's just play devil's advocate. Let's say if she played into the mindset that I just said. And because of that, she never actually really investigated who he is, what he's about, what he needs or wants, and seeing if she can even do that kind of stuff. If he just said all the right things and that's how he got her, but didn't mean it or maybe... He knew she wasn't going to be able to give him what he needed. So that gave him the idea to still do whatever he wanted. Then you can see like, that's a problem. So you think that kind of scenario is not happening for us commoners, regular people, civilians, whatever. Not that they're not civilians, but you know what I'm saying? Not celebrities. This is happening all the time. And take it from me. I talk to a lot of women and I've helped a lot of women understand like this has been a problem because society has lied to you on purpose so they can subdue you. So it's even more dangerous to come up this mindset so you don't get taken down. So you can finally overcome situations that's ultimately going to hurt you. And the main thing from this whole conversation is this. Everybody has to be held accountable for their actions. Everybody must be held responsible for the actions. And no one's exempt. No one's better than the other. There are plenty of garbage men out here to match the garbage women. But there's plenty of great men out here to master great women, but they're great because of what they do, not just for genital sake. And that's what the, I want you to take away from this. And don't let the world fool you into thinking you are more than what you thinking that you fooling you into thinking more about yourself than what you really are. Because it's always a cost of that. So the music. Stop, don't look at the TikToks, all these different things that's visually appeasing and making you be like, well, I want to be like this person or whatever. 
and think about it. Think about the songs. Most of the love songs today, and they're not even love songs. They just quote RB, and I use that loosely. If you listen to what the guys are saying, it's always something nasty like, you know, you bad, you know, you deserve the best, you got a big booty, you know, I like how you give me that neck, whatever. It's always something that has nothing to do with character. It's always how she dress, what she do. It's superficiality. That's all it is. So she's all of that because of how she dress, how she look, and her sex abilities. Let's think about that. And if you keep listening to that kind of mess, you hell yeah, you're going to buy into that because it sounds good. And you don't realize you're being programmed with a curse. That's why some of these songs you don't need to be listening to. The music is making you crazy. It's making you being stupid out here. Some of the shows you watch is making you crazy and being stupid. Like that one show on Netflix is called Sex Life. I was looking like, bro, when I listened to what that chick was going through, like why she was willing to like basically jeopardize her marriage because she felt like basically her life was boring, which of course your lifestyle is going to change when you decide to have a family and get married and everybody's working and have kids compared to being single, doing whatever you want. But that's enough for you to jeopardize your family because you didn't really fully consider what those changes are going to imply because on top of that you never stop to maybe learn yourself first to know if you can even have that lifestyle regardless if people are telling you that's the lifestyle you should have be married kids and be successful that's ultimately winning maybe that ain't for you especially if you come from a lifestyle where you've been doing all kinds of stuff you've been busting it wide open nowhere you was in oscar the grouch house getting it in you didn't even care and that's what she was doing. She was like busting it wide with some dude or whatever the case is. And because all that wild sex and wild experience that she had, she couldn't separate the two because that imprinted on her in a way that she didn't fully realize until she couldn't have it no more. Just something to think about. So if you watch that kind of stuff or it looks hot, it looks fun, and no one's thinking about people getting hurt in this situation. No one's thinking about how it might affect the people that's connected, like your kids maybe. Or you can do certain things and it can get out in a way that maybe your job find out and they're going to fire your butt. <laughs> like there's consequence for actions in everything in this world. No thing, nothing is exempt in this reality. This reality is based off causality. Think about that. Remember, causality. Action, reaction, cause, effect. That's it. That's every single thing. And just because the action or reaction rather and consequence doesn't come immediately doesn't mean it's not coming. So you, you want to be careful with everything you're saying, everything you're doing, how you're carrying yourself, especially if you're going to connect with another person. And I hope all of that stuff I said gives you some things to think about. And even if you don't agree, that's cool. I'm just saying, just consider it. I hope you get something out of this that might challenge a thought if you find that you fall in this category anywhere that I just named. That's all I'm saying. Trying to set the captives free a little bit. Just trying to help. But you need to hear the truth. Because I'm telling you, a lot of stuff that I'm talking about right now, me and the fellas talk about it all the time. And I'm not just in my culture or ethnicity. It's across the board. It's just we don't talk to y'all about that. Because the idea of, and I'm keeping it real, most men ideally have been trained that, again, we tell you what you want to hear so we can get what we want. But we have a low opinion of y'all as a whole and we don't value y'all. And a lot of times it makes it easy for a guy not to value a woman. And remember, I'm not saying this is right. I'm just telling you what it is. It makes it easy for men not to value women because women generally don't value themselves outside of their superficiality. 
I've seen some of the most beautiful women in my life be the most insecure and the most crazy because they got all this brokenness. They're going through all these guys who saying the same thing and they all did the complete opposite. And she never stopped to think <laughs> that she's choosing this man. Of course, we're going to try to get at you. That's what we do. But you don't have to let us have you either. That's a choice. And I'll always like priming women to ask them this just to see where they're at. I'm like, who, do, who does the picking in a dating scenario? Is it the man or is it the woman? And most of the time, they always say the man. And they let me know, like, girl, that, you're telling me right now you don't need to be dating because you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know how this works. It's always the woman that picks. Now, let me give you an example of that in case someone really don't get that. I think I'm a halfway decent looking guy for the most part. If I walk in a spot, let's say it's like 40 women in the spot. Well, let me make it even short, even lower than that to make this a little bit even easier. Let's say it's 10 women, 10 women in the place. I know how to talk to a woman. I know how to approach a woman. But maybe, just maybe, and that's with me not appearing as if, let's say, uh, like I'm a celebrity or I got a lot of money or something. So let's just take that out of the board. I seem, quote, regular, if you will. Regular guy. Maybe I might get four numbers. Maybe. Maybe less than that. Because it depends on where you're at, what kind of women's in there, what mode she's in, who she's with, all of that. Because talking to women is not the easiest thing to do. And not because we're not confident to do it. It's just... Women have to be in a certain mindset to even let a guy talk to him. I see a lot of girls, they go out with the intention of making sure they're going to block curve any dude, even though they might find someone that'd be interested, but they're just not in the mood. We don't think like that, but that's how you are. So I'm just saying, maybe I might get four numbers and I could try to talk to all of them. And that's how it is. Let's flip it. Woman going to spot. There's 10 men. And she ain't got to be all of that. But let's just say she's very attractive. I guarantee you, with all 10 of those men, she can get all 10 of them numbers. I would say nine minimum. And the sad part is, some of those dudes could be in a relationship, and she's still going to get their number. See, she does the picking. And she don't have to say nothing, obviously. It's one of those things like, all those men can approach her, but they can't have her unless she decides he can. So, I hope you can see from that example, and that's a true statement. It's the women that always pick the guys. We don't pick y'all. We pursue. It's no different in the wild. You see peacocks doing their thing. You know, I saw this mess at the Detroit Zoo. I was tripping out, man. I was pissed off. I was about to kick the hell out of that bird, man. I'm like, if she don't give my man some play and stop playing, I'm just keeping it real. I was sitting on the bench. Oh, man, he had a feather show. Bird wasn't ugly or nothing. He had all the Crayola crayons in there, man. I saw it. I synced it. He was doing, he was, ooh, he was shaking them feathers. And she just kept walking away. And it's like she was doing it on purpose. It's like she talked to the other peacocks and said, watch this. She kept coming back to him, though. So he get shaking and all that and get the dancing. He over here hula hooping and all of that kind of stuff. And then she'll walk away. God is my witness. I saw this mess for 10 minutes. All she kept doing was going in circles. It's like she was screwing him on purpose and he couldn't get the hint. Like, hey, dog. She's not interested. You need to go find you some other feathers. You know what I'm saying? Some feather booty. You need to go ahead and go somewhere else. You just need to. But nah, he wanted her for whatever reason. But it didn't work. And that showed me right there. He couldn't have her no matter how good, how colorful he was. Didn't matter if he had every color on the spectrum. It did not matter. 
Okay, he had the watercolors, all of that stuff. You know, nope, still couldn't have her because she didn't pick him. It's exactly the same way with us. And that's what you understand. So the question always come down to, if you don't like the kind of guys that you are consistently dealing with, ask yourself, what are you picking? Why are you choosing these kind of guys? And only you can answer that question. And I hope you're honest with yourself, if nothing else. So that's all I got for y'all today. I hope this helps somebody. One thing about me, and I hope that you find that, feel free to follow me. I'm going to keep it 1000% real. I'm going, the whole purpose of my podcast and channels and motivation is telling the truth. We live in a society where there's a famine for the truth. People don't want to be straight up on what are the problems. Why is it that everybody seems to be single and saying they want to be with somebody, but we can't connect? That doesn't make any sense. That's why you know something's wrong. It's some thick fog out here of, I think it's foolishness and ignorance and, you know, deception and the fact that people don't want to be honest or can't be honest or don't know themselves so they can't relate to another and all this brokenness, all these different things are keeping us from being together. So I'm hoping that if I, I be that one dude who doesn't care, who take backlash, makes me no difference, whatever, who's going to tell the truth in a way that makes sense, simple, practical, that can be utilized by everybody. Hopefully we can start coming together. We live in a society that's divisive, acting as if men are better than women and women are, be- and, and women are better than men. And the reality is neither one are better than either. OK, we need each other. Okay, and you got to remember that. If either one of us disappear, the other half of the gender disappeared right now, the human race would die out in two generations tops. We need each other. So for me, if I hear anybody say I don't need nobody, you're already telling me you're broken. We all need somebody because we are a species that's based on relationships and connecting with others. If you don't believe that, just remember that COVID stopped a lot of people from being able to see each other and connect. A lot of people fell into deep depressions as a result of not being able to connect with their loved ones. A lot of people was in the hospital and you couldn't go see them. Some people had somebody go into the hospital and they died and they never saw them again. You think about that. Because restrictions wouldn't let you come in. So anytime I hear somebody say that, I know something's wrong with you. And you'll never hear me say, I don't need no woman. Yes, I do. Now, I got enough peace and wholeness in myself that I'm not going to just be with anybody. But I know I need a woman. You must be crazy. I think women are great. I really do. I really do. So that's the thing. I hope we can accept we need each other. You don't just need anybody. You need the right people and have that in our minds so we can make the choices to start trying to connect with each other. And that's my goal. Trying to help bring us together and get rid of all this political mess that's going on. Because you got to remember It's mainly only affecting the masses of people, the general population. And it's for the benefit of the small, small, small few, these minority of super rich people to profit off of us. Because think about it. All this divisiveness is always attached to something that's in some way financially related. In some way, somebody gets the benefit off of whether it be organizations, whether it be corporations doing certain things to appeal to certain demographics and special interests and all this kind of crap. You can see it. And they got to keep us divided because they know if we put aside everything, all the differences, and we focused only on what 
is common for everybody that is beneficial, we can get stuff changed overnight. And they are not going to have that. The media and now social media added in that is their greatest tool. And I know that. So that's why I was like, no, screw that. I'm going to be that dude. I'm going to tell you straight up what it is. Not trying to force nobody to do anything, of course, because I can't. But somebody needs to hear this because a lot of us, we were ignorant and we just didn't know and couldn't see the writing on the wall. So I'm going to be that light in the dark for you. So thank you very much for listening again. Please follow me if you like what I got to say. If you want to hear some truth and somebody just laying it out, talking that talk, I try to put a little dash of humor in it. Hopefully you find my foolishness amusing and I hope you have a wonderful night. So grace and peace and goodbye for now.